Amen. So go ahead. If you have your Bible, let's open up to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians comes after the, the long letters of Romans and First and Second Corinthians, and then we get to Galatians. We're going to read a, a large text of scripture. You guys read it in your small group. We're going to continue to dig into this passage. Galatians 5, starting in verse 16. But I say, walk by the Spirit. Everyone say, walk by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires, or for the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, everyone say, led by the Spirit. If you have a Bible, I want you to underline, walk by the Spirit up at the, at the beginning in verse 16, and to underline, led by the Spirit in verse 18. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual morality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like that, Th things like these. A long, long list right there. I warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. This is serious stuff, right? Paul, Paul is like being, being straight to the point. Those who live in these different ways of sin, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. And in verse 22, this is maybe a familiar passage for some of us, but the fruit of the Spirit, everyone say fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, everyone say live by the Spirit. If we live by the Spirit, that was good rhythm, Everett. Good job. You said it in nice unison. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Everyone say, keep in step with the Spirit. If you have your Bible, I want you to underline verse 25. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Let's go ahead and pray, friends. Lord, we need you this morning. Lord, I know so often I am, I am guilty. I have lived in sin and I've forgotten that you're with me. Forgive us, God, when we, when we just take it so lightly. The very presence of God lives with us, dwells with us. Would you teach us what it means to walk by the Spirit, to live by the Spirit? Lord, I know that for so many of us in this room, we are living as, as slaves. Slaves to sin, slaves to the law, slaves to performance. And Jesus, you gave your life so we could have freedom. So would you show us the gift of that freedom this morning? Would you show us how to walk with you? I thank you, Lord, that, that we are able to walk with you, to abide in you, because you are with us first. That, you, that we're able to walk with you, to, to learn how to be in step with you because you desire to walk with us. Lord, I pray over my friends. Lord, would we be able to take this seriously and to receive the good gift of freedom that you've given your life to give us. And we pray these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Thanks, Elias. I hear you. Everyone say freedom. 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 What a great word, right? Right, freedom is like this epic word. Like, like I want you to try to think about like, like, what, like what is the first picture that comes to your mind when you think of the word 
freedom, right? When we think about this concept, this thing that every single human being desires, right? Like we've seen this in the beginning of time that we as people, we desire freedom. Everyone say freedom. We, we have this desire to be able to be free from things that are broken, free, like maybe like for like where you guys are at right now, like I remember what it's like to be like 11, 12, 13, 14, like you start to get like a taste of like freedom as like being like a young man or a young woman. You guys know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, <laughs> she's smiling like, yeah. Like, like you kind of start to get some independence, right? Where it's like, I can make my own decision of like what I eat for dinner tonight, right? Like it's a liberating thing. It's like, if I don't want to eat like broccoli, like I'm going to make myself like a hot pocket and that's my dinner. You, you guys know what I'm saying? It's like, like some of those like moments of freedom where it's like, oh, I, I get to be able to, I, I get to choose. Like, like, like we, we like this feeling. One, like, one of my like, go-to pictures when I think about like what is freedom, I think about the scene in, in uh, the, the Narnia uh, movies. Who's ever read or watched the Narnia books or movies? Yeah, good stuff, right? I think about this moment in, uh, in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, right, where like you have this moment like Aslan has like has been killed on the stone table and like in the movie you have like it's just like beautiful scenery and you have like Peter and then you have like the the dude, what's, what's his name? The, the, the horse guy. No, not Edmund. I, no, no, no. He, he's, he's like, he's a centaur. What's his name? He's got like the two swords. No, it's, not, it's not Tom's. Yeah, he's Jack. By the way, like he's super epic, right? Like he's got like three swords. He's got like two here and like the sword here. So epic. But like, like there's this epic moment where like they, they ride into battle. Right? You guys like remember the scene where it's like they're riding down like this beautiful, beautiful mountain and like the forces of like evil, which always have like weird, creepy looking like like alien looking things like are coming from this side and you have like all the majestic animals and Peter on his horse and like they're coming together and there's like this moment of slow motion, right? And all of a sudden it's like, wow! And I get like a cheetah that just like screams and that's how the, the battle starts. But it's like this epic scene where it's like Peter and the forces of good are riding in to like to deliver Narnia from the forces of evil, right? To be able to have freedom from the white witch who, who was like controlling Narnia. And you guys know like the ultimate scenes when Aslan shows up like on, on like the top of the mountain, right? And he roars. Who, who's seen this movie before? Yeah, okay, there you go. There, it's so epic. I, I'm, I, I love it. But, like, there's this like, epic moment, like, Azan comes and he roars on top of, like, the mountain. And he, ride, like, he, he just, like, is sprinting down. And then, like, there's this moment, like, he, like, overcomes the white witch. And it's, like, this moment of, like, evil's been dealt with. And it's, like, this, like, ultimate, like, moment of freedom. So, like, when I think of freedom, I think of something super, super epic. Are you with me? Are you with me? And, and, but, like, I, I want to ask you guys this question, like, what does scripture define freedom to be? Because we can have lots of ideas. The, the Oxford Dictionary defines it as this. Freedom is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants. Everyone say, as one wants. The power or right to act, speak, think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. What I want to propose to you is that this is actually a problem. Okay, this is, this is actually a problem. Because what, what this definition is saying is that basically to be free, what that means is you get to do whatever you want. You guys ever thought of freedom like that? Yeah? Like, like maybe it's like the idea of like, like freedom, like becoming like an adult means like I can do whatever I want. So if mom and dad say something, I don't have to do it. Adulting, right? Like, like maybe that's like when you think of freedom, it just basically means being able to do whatever you want. What I want you to hear this morning is that that's actually a big 
problem. Everyone say, big problem. This is a huge problem because this is what we see in our world is freedom is defined by being able to do whatever you want, be whoever you want, express yourself however you want, all these different things that, that the world wants to tell you. And the problem is that actually leads us into further bondage. Okay, it leads us into further bondage because when we try to achieve freedom, obtain freedom in anything or anyone else besides Jesus Christ, it leaves us as slaves to either sin or to the law. Everyone say sin and the law. This is what scripture defines freedom as. When we kind of look at the, the usage of this word in the New Testament, the Greek, it means liberty from a yoke or, or a burden, right? Like a, a yoke is what would be upon like oxen who are treading ground. It's a burden. Liberty from a burden, freedom from earthly restraints or this one. I love this. The liberty to do the will of God. In scripture, what we see is that, is that freedom is all about like being untied from the bondage that we carry as a weight upon ourselves. Have you guys ever tried to, to carry something that was really heavy for a long distance? You guys ever done that before? Right? Yeah, it didn't work out very well. Well said. Right? Like, like maybe you, you start off feeling really strong. Right? It's like, oh, I got this. I, I can go. And then like how many of you know it's like, like the longer you keep on going, like things get harder and harder and harder. I want, I want to illustrate this. I need, hmm, I, I'm just going to pick. Cap, get up here. You were the first person I saw. Your eyes were here. Okay, everyone give it up for my boy Cap right here. Cap, you just stand right there. Stand right there. All right, this is, this is how I want to illustrate this. I got some pretty light medicine balls, okay? Here, catch this. That's not like crazy heavy, right? You, like you can hold this over your head, right? Okay, sweet. Go ahead and just keep it like that, okay? Just, just, just hold it there. Don't come down though, okay? Is that pretty heavy? Are you sure? <laughs> no, no. Okay, this is, this is what we do is, what the world says is that freedom is you get to do whatever you want. Everyone say, what I want. Say it like with some ads, like, what I want. Yeah. The world says freedom is you get to do whatever you want. Disobey whoever you want, have what you want, be who you want, define yourself. That is what freedom is in the world's eyes. And what Jesus says in Galatians 5.1, what Paul writes is that it is for freedom. Everyone say, for freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Now, that may sound like, well, duh, right? Like for freedom, Christ has set us free. Isn't like if he set us free, isn't it for freedom? Yes, exactly. Because Jesus wants you to be free, he gave his life. How you doing? You're good? You're so strong. What a beast. All right. But what happens is, is that when we try to find freedom, when we try to obtain it in anything or anyone else besides Jesus, it leads to us carrying a weight. One weight right here might be, be the weight of sin. Everyone say sin. He said it too. You're, you're, you're doing so great. He's just like, sin. Sin. I'm good. Right? The weight of sin. And you see, what sin does is sin is bondage to us. Oh, no, you got to hold it up. Or you, you can hold it right here too, okay? Either works. But don't, don't let it. Or you can go here, okay, either, either one. But you can't rest your arm. Get, bring it up a little bit. Yeah, there you go. You, you getting tired now? Oh, he's getting tired now. Here, you know, for the sake of the example, give that to me, okay? We'll wait, we'll wait. Okay, so just say, just say we have the weight of sin right here. 
And see, when, when the world says you can get freedom your own way by doing whatever you want, when it leads us into sin, right, this big long list of what Paul writes down. I don't know why I'm talking like these are not my hands. There you go. There you go. I'm free. Okay. Like, what, like Paul goes on this list talking about when we try to use different things for our pleasure, for our own satisfaction, at the cost of someone else. Everyone, shh, listen, listen, pay attention. When we go to sin to try to obtain freedom, it leads us in further bondage to sin, right? You think about an addiction. Someone, someone goes to a substance. Someone goes to something to try to fill a longing that they have. And at first it feels like it's working, right? Maybe it numbs them. Maybe it brings them momentary happiness. But it does not take long for that thing to wear off. And when it, when it wears off, then, then you, you, need, you need more of it. You, like, you need it continually. And you are in bondage to it. You are tied to it. Are you tracked with me? That's what sin does. And so when we try to obtain freedom our own way, it leaves us carrying the weight of sin. You can use your left arm. How about that? Okay. Hold it up. Hold it up. You can go over your head. Don't, don't drop it. Your left arm isn't strong. Oh, well, then you can, you can do it with your right hand too. You want to do it with your right arm? Speak now or forever. Hold your peace. All right. Left arm. Okay. Everyone say sin. The second thing that leaves us in bondage, that's a heavy weight that we carry. You can define it as a lot of things. You can define it as the law, as religion, or as performance. Everyone say law, religion, purpose. Wait, not purpose. What, what did I say? Law, religion, performance. Thank you. I was like, what? Performance. Everyone say performance. These things can become heavy weights for us too. And, and this is exactly what Paul is writing about. Everyone pay attention. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. My friend's back here. Pay attention, okay? All right, like, this is what Paul is writing about because the church in Galatia is saying, hey, like, the way that you can obtain freedom and salvation is if you believe in Jesus and do all of these other things, right? You can be saved by, by faith in Jesus and by, and by, like, you know, doing all the ritual things and, and following the law. And what that leads to is us trying to free ourselves. How many of you guys have ever tried really, really hard to be good people before, Right? You failed. Good. You guys are so humble. Who said that? Who said that? Good, good for you. So humble. Right? <laughs> right. But this is, the, this is the reality. This is all of us, right? That, that when we try to obtain freedom by, okay, I'm going to prove my worth or my significance. Hold it up. Hold it up. <laughs> if, if he puts it down, y'all let me know, okay? <laughs> Hold it up. Yeah, there you go. If we try to prove our worth by what we do, it leaves us in bondage cap. Hold up your other arm. You got it? You got it? Or 10 pounds. All right. Cap, is this, is this feeling heavy now? But you, it, felt, like it felt good at first, right? It felt like manageable at first, right? And now are you struggling? You feeling a little weak? Okay, stay there. <laughs> pay attention. Pay attention here. This is what we do. Ooh. Don't break my computer. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, this is what we, hold on, right, get up for cat, I'll, I'll, let's, I'll put you out of your misery. Oh, God. Good job, cat. Friends, this is what we do. When we try to get freedom ourselves, it leads us into further bondage to carrying heavy weights. And friends, everyone look at me, look at me. God wants to free you from this. Because some of you, you are so exhausted from trying to do this. 
And maybe in some seasons it's like you, you run to like sinful behavior and, and so you go to, to this thing for satisfaction, for worth. Maybe in some seasons you go more to this thing of trying to like prove your value by what you do, by being a really good Christian, by never messing up, by doing all the things. And no matter what, this leaves you tired. This leaves you tired. And friends, I believe Jesus has a better way. Everyone say better way. So I want you to pay attention for the next few minutes. I want to suggest a few things to us. Number one is that freedom is a gift. Everyone say a gift. Freedom is a gift we receive from Jesus Christ. I want you to write this down. Write this down if you're taking notes. Freedom is a gift we receive from Jesus Christ. This is why in verse 1 it says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Like, friends, I want you to hear me this morning. That what Jesus has done on the cross for you, by forgiving you of your sins, by making you a new creation, by making you righteous in the eyes of God the Father, that means that you are free. That who you are is no longer a sinner. That who you are is a child of God. Now, this is really, really important. Look at verse 16 with me. Galatians 5.16 says this, but I say, walk by the Spirit. I'm going to say, walk by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Now, I need you guys to pay attention here. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Friends, this is what I want you to hear. So often when, when we think about this idea of freedom or maybe even like this big word, sanctification. Everyone say sanctification. The sanctification is the process of becoming more like Jesus. When we think about like, okay, I want to like be a Christian who lives in freedom, right? Like, who, like how many of you guys have ever wanted to live in freedom before, right? Yeah, yeah, like, like okay, I, I want to live free from sin and I want to live free from like all these other things. And so like what, what we often try to do is we try really, really hard, right? Like, like how many of you guys are like maybe growing up, like learning about Christianity, you think, okay, like, to do this Christian thing, to do the Christianity thing, what that means is I got to like not lie and not steal and I need to not be mean to my younger sibling. I need to be respectful. I need to do this. I need this. And it becomes a long list. You guys ever felt that way about Christianity before? Yeah. Right. Like, like it's so easy for us when we, when we pick up this book to think, okay, what God really wants to tell me is all the things I can't do. What, what God wants to do is, is he's a grumpy old man sitting up there and saying, hey, get your act together. Don't say that. Don't do that. Don't look at that. Don't say that. Don't think that. And, and we think that God is up there just trying to manage our sin. But what does this say? It says, Paul says, but I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Pay attention to the order here. Everyone listen. Everyone listen. It doesn't say, don't walk in gratifying the desires of the flesh. That's not what comes first. It says, I say, walk by the Spirit. I'm going to say, walk by the Spirit. Friends, God wants to give you freedom as a gift. And this freedom is not something that, that just says, hey, try really hard not to do a bunch of things. What it actually says is, rather than trying to, to look away and try not to do something, it says, pursue someone else. Are you with me? Rather than saying, don't, don't do this and don't look at this and don't say this and don't think this, what Scripture says is, look to Jesus. Scripture says, look, look at what Jesus has done for you. Look at what Jesus has finished on the cross for you. 
Look at who he, Jesus has made you as a new creation who is free, who's not in bondage to sin anymore. And friends, what I want you to hear tonight, today is that freedom is not something you obtain by really good effort. Like, like I've been there. Like, like for me, like I'm a super like goal-oriented person. So growing up, like I wanted to like read my Bible every day and then pray every day and try to not sin every, like every day and not be mean to my siblings and like be like I would try to do all of the things. And you know what? That would leave me. That would leave me really, really tired. I was holding this weight up by myself, which at first I thought I could do. Yeah, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do all these things. This is what it looks like to walk with Jesus. I have, I have to carry my own weight. And friends, this leaves you tired and in bondage. And Jesus is saying, no, no, no. I want to give you the gift of freedom. I want to give you the gift of freedom. And what he invites you to do is to walk by the Spirit. Everyone say walk by the Spirit. Number two is this. That freedom is becoming more like Jesus. What true freedom is, is becoming more like Jesus. A really easy way to understand this, this idea of sanctification is just the Holy Spirit's work of making us more like Jesus. Look at Galatians 5 verses 22 through 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Self-control. You know who that sounds a lot like to me? Sounds like Jesus, right? Sounds like Jesus. And friends, what we see is that there's only one human being who has ever perfectly lived out freedom. And that's Jesus Christ. That's Jesus Christ. Worship team, you guys can go ahead and come on up. Friends, what I want you to hear this morning is this is that God the Father, God your Father, everyone listen to me, listen, don't get distracted. Friends right here in the middle, don't get distracted. Like God wants you to live in freedom. Because when you live in bondage to sin, his heart breaks for you. He wants you to live free. And the perfect example of freedom is Jesus Christ. The way that Jesus Christ lives his life. We see him body these things. Love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Biblical scholar says this, Scott McKnight says, The Christian life is a life of consistent surrender to the Spirit. The Christian life, what it means to actually live life as a follower of Jesus is not, everyone say not, I ever say not. The Christian life is not a life of trying really hard to not sin. That's not what Jesus has to you. What the Christian life is, is a consistent daily choice to surrender to the will of God. Friends, this is what we see in the Garden of Gethsemane, right? When Jesus, in some of his last moments of his life on earth, before he goes and is crucified on a cross, he goes to, to a garden to pray. As, as he goes into the garden, he's in agony because Jesus doesn't want to take on the physical punishment that he knows is coming, the pain that's coming. And Jesus prays this prayer. 
He says, Father, not what I will. It's your will be done. I want everyone to look at me. Everyone look at me. Friends, the life of Christianity is not a life of self-effort, of you trying to do all of these things for God. He doesn't need that. But his invitation to you is to come to him and say, God, I can't. Lord, I can't live in freedom by myself. I can't not fall into to sin or to performance. I can't free myself. Would you help me? You see, the way that we, that we walk by the Spirit is by abiding in Jesus. Everyone say abide. Abiding in Jesus. So this is what I want us to do. I want us just to, you can spread out around this room. Go and stand up. Get somewhere by yourself. Don't talk to anyone. If you're by someone that you know is going to distract you, I just want to encourage you, get some space from them. Great, you can go turn the lights down. This is what we're going to do is we're, we're going to practice abiding in Jesus. We're, we're going to practice walking by the Spirit. Right, maybe you've heard like something like this before, and you're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, like how do I walk by the Spirit? Like, how do I stay in step with the Spirit? The good news is that the Holy Spirit is always with you. Everyone listen to me. Everyone look at me. Everyone look at me. I want you guys to hear this really, really clearly. Everyone look at me. If God wants to be with you, which is like really, really simple, but like he wants to be with you. He loves to be with you. He loves to be with his kids. And so when we talk about walking by the Spirit, really what it means is, okay, God is always with us, right? He never leaves us or forsakes us. So walking by the Spirit is all about us knowing and remembering, okay, the Holy Spirit is with me, like a good friend, walking right next to me, walking right next to me. And our responsibility, our call is to look, to walk with him. This is why we worship, right? Like when we sing songs together, that's a way that we walk by spirit. When we pray, and, and prayer can be really simple. I, it doesn't have to be like you, like for 15 minutes, just like, like praying thing after thing after thing. Like, like prayer is just a conversation with God. So maybe it's just a simple like, Lord, help me to know that you're with me. Prayer can be coming together with the body of Christ and encouraging. Or sorry, abiding in Jesus can be just coming together in the body of Christ and encouraging one another. So what we're going to do for the next few minutes is we're going to practice abiding with Jesus. Singing the song and praying. Praying that the Lord, the Holy Spirit, make us more like Jesus. So I want you to do that right where you're at. To come to Jesus. To pray. To ask the Holy Spirit to sanctify you. To make you more like Jesus. So let's go ahead and worship and pray together, friends.